Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Black Brew. I'm Erin and I'm your host today. Um, I hope you're having a interesting July 4th. Black Brew does not celebrate the 4th of July because fuck the 4th of July. But Black Brew is celebrating hot dogs, potato salad, and gin. That is what we are celebrating because the... To quote Frederick Douglass, what to the slave is the 4th of July? So we're going to get into some topics today. First, we're going to talk about The Idol. If you haven't seen The Idol, it is a TV show that is just going viral everywhere. And it stars The Weeknd, um, who honestly has made the show a horrible a horrible TV show that, no, that you can't even watch without cringing. And then we're going to talk about the TikToker that is uh, Kevin Leonardo. If you don't know who he is, be prepared to literally have your mind fucking blown. But in terms of like if you're on TikTok, you probably won't have your mind blown. But like I promise you when I describe what this... Anyway, let's get into our first topic which is The Idol. Now, if you don't know what The Idol is, it's a TV show that is on Max because HBO Max has rebranded itself as Max for some reason. Um, It's created by Sam Levison. And if you don't know who Sam Levison is, that is the man who essentially created Euphoria. And so the story of the show, it focuses on this pop star, um, uh, Lily Rose Depp, um, and her kind of relationship with this honestly cult leader um who was to play by the weekend um and then there's like a bunch of like supporting cast and stuff like that so the interesting thing about this tv show is that it is horrible um it is disgusting it is just weird first of all all the topics that we have to talk about today are going to be some freaky ass shit so i guess just content warning this one more so than the other because this one mentions things that are just like like could only come from the mind of a man to be honest so um i'm just gonna give you like some factual information about this tv show that appeared on max not hbo max because they've rebranded for some reason um and so the tv show they started developing it in 2021 right and the weekend announced that he was going to be and by the way the weekend is now going by his like government name um, but we're going to, we're going to continue to call him The Weeknd. Uh, but they, he announced that he would be a part of it, um, creating it, executive producing it, and actually helping write the TV show. And the person who, so there, there used to be a director who was involved in it. Um, but she was let go before Sam Levison took over. Um, and that person was... Well, it doesn't matter what her name was. Anyway, essentially, what had happened was there used to be this woman who was in charge. She was the showrunner for the show, right? And when The Weeknd got involved, um, he essentially said, and I, I, I want to quote his ass correctly. Um, essentially, what he had said was that the show focused way too much on the female perspective, right? Let me actually find the quote. So, according to Rolling Stone... The weekend was not happy that his co-star Lily Rose Depp, uh, she was receiving like most of like the plot uh, plot's attention, most of the screen time. As a result, 
allegedly, the weekend became uh, he helped help with the movement behind the scenes to shift and drop the story's quote feminist lens. Um, a source apparently told Rolling Stones, quote, it was like the weekend wanted one show that was all about him. Sam Levison was on board with that. Um, and this is why uh, they say that the director, the woman who used to be the director, Amy Simons, which is the reason why she apparently exited the TV show. Um, so uh, this source also said, um, or this is a different source. What I signed, quote, what I signed up for was a dark satire of fame and the fame model in the 21st century. It went from satire to the thing that it was satirizing. Another source said it was like, what is this? What am I reading here? It was like sexual torture porn. And so this is essentially what people have been saying who have been like reviewing this uh, this uh, kind of like TV show. Um, Sev, Sam Levison said that it is a sle- the sleaziest love story in all of Hollywood. Um, and that it had recently undergone a new creative direction. So instead of having this alleged feminist lens, which probably would have been better, they decided to go through this lens of, like, let's have men write this TV show because it'll be better because we're not going to be focusing on a woman so much because God forbid that a woman has, you know, the time and experience to explain a woman's time and experience. Um, Men have to always come in and, you know... I guess I won't say that it is all men, but I will say that it is always a man. That is a quote that I learned from Twitter. So if anyone ever tells you, why all men or why all, it's not all white people. Just say, it's not, it may not be all white people, but it's always a white man. Because it always is. I think what's sad about this is that there are so many people who got like on board with this project and who were like excited to be a part of it. A lot of them, this would have been like, they're kind of like breakout roles as like actors and like writers and shit like that. And they could have gone on to become bigger stars and you know how, so I, I speak as if I'm in the entertainment industry, but I'm not. But um, I assume this is what would have happened. But instead they decided to replace all these people with, you know, people who are like, who actually have, I guess, like some acting credits, if you will. So, after all this shit allegedly happens, right, and, like, I think they had a film screening of, like, the first two episodes, which is how we got all of these, like, just, like, scathing Rolling Stone interviews. This show began to come, become viral because The Weeknd has some interesting scenes. And I will say this. I've seen the first episode, I've seen the second episode, and I've seen clips of the third and the fourth episode, right? I I have not watched them all the way through. I have only gone back to go see these episodes to see clips of the scenes that people have been, like, describing. And the first episode has some interesting clips, right? And I want to play... (laughs) I want to play some of these clips for y'all because I think the the clips are uh, just, like, interesting, if you, uh, the weekend is not an actor, let's just let's start there. This man is not an actor. 
So I guess I can give y'all some of plot, the plot summary with the first episode, because we're going to go through all these episodes, right? And I'm going to play these, like, weird clips. But the first episode, we start with, like, um, her taking, like, a photo shoot, and she's, like, uh, is pretty much new. There's, like, this intimacy coordinator, the drama, and, like, the show makes the intimacy coordinator uh, makes that person, like, the villain, kind of, because this, they're all about porn, porn, porn. Um... Ironically, Sam Levison has had an issue with intimacy coordinators and actors in the past. You can Google that yourself. Um, she goes out. Jocelyn is a is a pop star. She goes out to the club. She also has had like a previous like mental breakdowns because her mom died. Um, and she meets Tedros at a club at a bar that he owns. Um, and he is, like, really weird and creepy. She invites him back home, and eventually, like, they start listening to her song that is about to really get put out, and she doesn't really like the song. He does also really like the song. The song is, like, I think, like, I'm a freak or some shit, um, but anyway, she finds out that he hates the song, and then he asks her, uh, like, is this the most recent song that you recorded since your mom died well, let's just listen to like the audio of like what happens next after your mother yeah well i like it it's good yeah just one minor note i don't believe you if you're gonna sing a song called I'm a Freak, you should at least sing it like you know how to fuck. What makes you think I don't know how to fuck? Your vocal performance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I don't believe you. If you're gonna sing a song called I'm a Freak, you should at least sing it like you know how to fuck. Shut the fuck up. Okay, let's let's continue. So what happens next, I can't even really show you because this is obviously a podcast. But he, like, asks her, like, if she sings, like, sitting down or whatever. And then he, like, wraps her head in this, like, bag or this, like, cloth or whatever. And pretty much ties it around her head to the point where she can, like, she's going to suffocate. It, it's it's giving breath play, but, like, Fifty Shades of Grey does breath play because they don't know how to actually do breath play. Um, and it is, like, first of all, like, listen... And Cat Black talked about this on her on her channel. Breath play is not something that you do with a fucking stranger that you just met in the bar. Breath play is so fucking dangerous and that you can literally fucking die from it easily. That should be done with someone that you actually fucking trust. Not some stranger with a skinny, tiny ass rat tail on the back of their head. So this girl, Jocelyn, meets this man has no idea who he is and then says do you trust me and she of course says yes because wh why I, I don't know why and then he wraps it around her head and says don't be scared and then literally like engages in breath play suffocates her and then pulls out a fucking knife out of his pocket and says open your mouth and she's uh, and she opens her mouth after she's literally suffocating he cuts a hole where her mouth is so that she can finally breathe and for this, her for for her, this is invigorating. This is exactly what she wants. Or is this exactly what Jocelyn wants? Or is this what the 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 psyche of a man thinks that a woman wants for a stranger that she met at a bar 
to engage in breath play with her. Let's let's take a, let's take a poll from our uh, audiences who are not men. Do you dream of a stranger taking you home and possibly suffocating you to death? Do you trust a stranger, a, a male, a man, to engage? I, just this. Let's you know. Just I'll I'll post a poll in this episode. Reply back on our Instagram. DM us. Do you do you trust men to engage in breath play with them? I would love to know. I would love to know. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, right? So according to Rolling Stone, they had this like deep expose that there was a scene that was actually cut out of the TV series. Um that essentially uh <laughs> where Lily Rose Depp, who plays Jocelyn. Um, uh, essentially she carries an egg in her vagina and if she broke or dropped the egg the weekend's character would refuse to rape her um yes and I say rape in quotation marks because she began to have, like, these kind of, like, visions or, like, things in her mind where she, like, really, like, he takes advantage of her and the things that he, that the weekend's character does to her is very exploitive, um, and it, it just, it's very weird, but let's move on to the second episode. So, the episodes always feature some kind of weird ending where, like, Jocelyn and the weekend's character, Tedros, end in some kind of, like, weird, like, highly, like, sexually violent, like, scene. Um, And in this one, it's just, like, this is where, like, a lot of the clips came from. (laughs) A lot of the clips came from of, like, people watching the weekend's acting and being, like, what he says is just so cringe and so weird and just to have context of like him creating this character where he I'll, I'll give context later about what he thinks that this character essentially is but essentially this is the end there's a party and they're having sex in her room right so i'm gonna play some of the sound the audio of this content warning is freaky y'all so jocelyn's character is blindfolded the weekend's character blindfolded her and here, here is the audio. Just like that, baby. Yeah. 
So, to give you context of what's happening, she is literally on the bed now. He is literally sitting in a chair across the room. She's still blindfolded. And there's his friend is also, well, not even friend, I guess, like, cult member is watching all of this sex happen, but they don't know that she's watching. So, nobody's actually touching each other right now. She's, Jocelyn's on the bed, and The Weeknd is watching across from her. Across the room. Watching her from across the room. I wish you could see what I'm looking at right now. How beautiful you look. You look like a tree. Imagine my tongue on you, I'm sorry, let's go back and listen to that one more time. You look like a tree. Imagine my tongue on your pussy. Fat tongue. He said, imagine my tongue on your pussy. My fat tongue. There is nothing in my life that I have ever, ever wanted to imagine less than the weekend's fat tongue on some white girl's pussy. Let's continue. I want to grab you by the ass and suffocate suffocate you with my cock. He is really into like breath play, y'all. In case you didn't realize. He wants her to choke on it. I think we need to hear that line one more time. I think we need to hear that line one more time. tell you how insane this TV show is. And then they have sex. They have sex after that. So, um, that, that's pretty, that's pretty much the second episode. Um, yeah, so, then we have to go to the third episode, um, which is even more insane um it's just like each episode sam levison said i want to make people even more uncomfortable than they were before so we're gonna we're gonna listen to some of the clips from this episode again just so you are aware of the weekend's acting and how quickly you will have to discontinue listening to his music if you are a fan 
Now, as all this was happening, people were, of course, saying, like, oh, my God, like, this show is horrible. Like, I don't, like, this, this is, like, this is, you know, like, just, like, it's horrible content, right? And The weekend obviously, is going to defend his craft. <laughs> the weekend is going to defend his craft. And The weekend essentially said that, you know, um, the show was fun to make, uh, uh, it was created to be fun, to make people laugh, and was also made to piss people off. So he realizes that this show, people, you know, don't like it, and he doesn't really care. He's like, you know what? This is just a dark, twisted fantasy of, you know, the world, and get over it. This is, it was made to piss you off. So if you feel pissed off by it, just know the weekend is like, you're supposed to feel pissed. You're not supposed to like him. That's essentially the weekend's opinion, y'all. Now, in this third episode, he takes her shopping, Tedros. He takes Jocelyn, and Tedros is the weekend. I hope y'all know this by now, because I'm, yeah. Tedros takes Jocelyn shopping, and this is where we get that weird scene when they, like, have sex in a, uh, uh, what do you call that room that you change in? the dressing room they uh they have sex in dressing room and public and people hear them people see them um and you know it josh he's like he they're having sex intercourse phys, uh not intercourse yeah they're having intercourse penetrative sex y'all anyway and he's like oh my god i'm gonna come i'm gonna come and i'm gonna come and she's like, no, don't come in me. And he doesn't. And he keeps saying, like, no, I'm going to come inside you. Even though she literally said no. And she, like, pulls away. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to do? You almost bit my fucking dick. And it's like, you literally were about to come in this girl. Even though she literally just said, do not come inside my body. And you were going to do it anyway. Um, so, rape. Uh, and then he decides to finish by masturbating inside of the dressing room. And... Uh, everyone can hear him because he's loud as fuck and he just like ejaculates on his hand and then he wipes it on the clothes so this is the, this is the kind of this is the kind of acting that the weekend enjoys and that he thinks we want to see i'm not gonna play any more clips just because like we're getting past uh we're getting close to the time where i need to switch topics but in the end of this episode uh jocelyn reveals that um her mom used to beat her like physically abuse her whenever she like kind of like fucked up like forgot lyrics or like forgot dance moves or like wasn't like quote a perfect pop star and her mom essentially said i'm abusing you because this will help motivate you um but we all know there was actually just an act of punishment for her because her she didn't she was not performing to what her mom thought was best and so the weekend asks these like series of questions that are just like totally violating. Actually, I'll play the question so you know. So now you know you have context, right? That Jocelyn's mom essentially used to beat her because she did not perform as well as she wanted her to perform. And so we'll see the you're gonna listen to the questions that the weekend asks. Not the weekend, sorry, Tedros. Um, she did a lot of things. A lot of things. Um, her her favorite was probably hitting me with a hairbrush. Hitting you where? 
my butt, my thighs, my stomach, my back, like just anywhere people wouldn't notice. Why'd she do that? To focus. She did it as like a form of uh, motivation, I guess. Kind of like a dog. She'd do it to help me remember my lines, to remember dance moves, to finish songs. She'd do it to keep me from falling asleep. To help me wake up on time. She'd do it if she caught me smoking or drinking or, or flirting with someone she didn't approve of. She'd do it if I overate, if I if I didn't exercise or if she ever caught me um, smiling to myself. How long did this go on for? Until the chemo made her so weak she couldn't lift up a hairbrush anymore. You didn't fight back? No. Why not? Because there's just some battles you're never going to win. So sad. And no one said anything. Nope. What about you? I, mean, I, I don't know what we could have done. You sure about that? I, I did the best that I could at the time. Really? How hard did she hit you, Jocelyn? Hard enough to break skin. Jesus Christ. And you felt like Xander was there for you? In a lot of ways, yeah. So I'm guessing no one said anything because you're getting paid? Okay, that fucking wasn't it. No? No. What do you think? I think it was just such a horrible, fucked-up situation that no one really knew what the right thing to do was. Is there a part of you that wonders if the reason you're stuck is because your mother's not around? Yeah, absolutely. So you... You miss it. Getting hit? The motivation it gave you. Sometimes. If you loved the music you were making, would you have felt like it was worth it? Leia, you look tired. Isaac, you should take her to bed. 
That trauma, you're gonna turn into inspiration. You're gonna tap into it. You're gonna feel it. You're gonna face it. You're gonna remember it. And you're gonna let it wash all over. You still got that hairbrush? And you can probably guess what happens next. You can probably guess. If your guess was that The Weeknd's character beat a Jocelyn with the same hairbrush that her mom abused her with while doing it to a Weeknd song, ding, 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 <laughs> you are correct. So I just needed y'all to see, I needed y'all to hear. That is the, this is essentially the vibe of the TV series. It's just glorifying and romanticizing abuse and trauma and sexual assault. Like that is the vibe of the whole TV series. It's just like torture porn and just being like, we're gonna, we're just gonna like gross people out and just shock them into like liking this show. But nobody is giving good reviews about this show. Everyone is saying this show is horrible, it's awful. Um, I guess bad, you know what they say, bad press is better than no press. So I guess that's the vibe that they're going for. So like, I would like to end this segment with a quote from The Weeknd, actually, about all of this drama. The Weeknd says, Tedro is that super ego that we as men want to stay away from as much as possible. That's inside us and we got, just got to kill that. Jocelyn is a famous pop star. The people around her and her ethos and her community... They're all inspired by things I know about the music industry. <sighs> yeah, so apparently this this character, Tetros, who likes to abuse people, is apparently a part of all, inside of all men. And they just have to learn how to, like, not hurt people. Alright, let's move on to our next topic. So Kevin Leonardo is a TikToker and a YouTuber, if you want to call him that. Um, he is an Asian gay man. He is a bottom. And he has gone viral recently because of a video that he posted on YouTube where he essentially nared his asshole. Um, and it went viral because you saw full hole and ball and dick in this video. And within the first, like, five seconds, he says, this is an educational video to teach people how to nair their asses. And so he says, you know, like, for reference, this is how hairy my ass is. And then he literally puts his ass on the camera and he spreads his 
ass cheeks and shows you how hairy his asshole is and his ass crack and his balls. And then you see him lather nair on his asshole. And then you see him wipe the nair off. You essentially see him nair his ass. Like it is all, it's not, it's not full frontal because it's not the front. It's full back, if you will. Um, so that kind of went viral on TikTok because people were like, how is this allowed on YouTube? Granted, it is age restricted, but he is claiming that it's like an educational video, an instructional video, a guide, if you will. So that's why it's not technically considered porn. It's considered education to teach people how to nail their asses. So that that is why that is on the, Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Um, but if you if you want the link to that <laughs> if you want the link to that video, please please let me know and I'll send it to you. Or you can just look up look it up yourself. It's qu- it's quite entertaining. Educational, debatable, entertaining, very much so. This man goes live on his TikTok and says the most unhinged, outrageous shit. He has also gone viral because he cosplayed as... We, I'm just going to play clips for you. This entire episode is just going to be me playing clips and responding to them. I need y'all to listen to some of these clips. And this is why we say that... This is why I say as a black queer person, when you... You need to specify and say black sometimes. Because some of these people of color, they are insane. And this man, this Asian gay man is insane. Let's just, let's just play some clips. So this is going to be the first clip that I played for you. Um, I've never been to a BLM protest, but I've been to a Taylor Swift concert. So... Taylor Swift or Black History Month. So I don't even like I don't even celebrate like Asian Month or like Pride Month. Like I I appreciate it, but I don't like actively like celebrate it. But Taylor Swift I listen to every single day. So I pick Taylor. He picks Taylor Swift over Black History Month. Let's let's, let's listen to some more. Taylor Swift or Pride Month? Taylor. Thoughts on big black lesbians? I honestly have no thoughts on big black lesbians. They uh, love Jews. Rosa Parks or 1989? I like Jeffree Star. I don't know Luna. So unless I'm gonna get stoned, like I don't wanna get stoned and I'm not black. Harriet Tubman or 1989? Who's Harriet Tubman again? Did she like, excuse me? I love blacks and Asians. Uh, Jesus is right there. Someone said, is this satire? No. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ivy. Happy birthday to you. Taylor Swift as a Jew or 1989? I pick 1989. You're the problem. Fix your Wi-Fi. Abolish slavery or 1989? Isn't slavery abolished? Well, Jewish is first, so it's always going to be Jews. Everyone else is kind of like the same, to be honest. It's Jews first, then it's everyone else. Friend Palestine is in jail. Wait, where? Oh, thanks. I don't know who New Jeans is. I don't know who Anifin is. Hi, Nika. I don't want to say certain things. Titanic or oily men? Am I sinking on it? Uh, oily men. Solve world hunger or a big Jewish men? I have to solve world hunger. I'm not that crazy, you guys. 
Let's listen to some more because he is just so hilarious. Aren't you having such a fun time listening to this man? It's just so entertaining, right? Let's let's listen to some more. Let's listen to some more. I think the worst of the worst is the Holocaust, though, because that was like a lot of Jews. Like, I don't condone that at all. Thank you, Anara. My type? Jews. I want to explain why I roleplay on Jeffrey Epstein's island as a gay bottom from Thailand. There, uh, we're okay. We can joke about the civil rights movement, but we can't joke about. Okay, that last clip, um, he was saying we can joke about the civil rights movement, but we can't joke about school shootings, mass shootings. Essentially, this man just creates content that is just like. Let me actually go to his page so you can hear his introductions that he makes on his page because they're like so weird how he like introduces him like his videos. He doesn't have like disclaimers. My butt cheeks get really sweaty in the summertime and that's when I avoid all undergarments that are too loosey goosey. I the first time I got a facial, I luckily didn't get any tadpoles in my eyes and that gave me the confidence to keep my eyes open during future facials. I love Let's rate messages I've received since how to avoid cutting your butt and bleeding out of it when you douche. As a gay man, I don't have a coochie. Like, I don't have flaps that are, like, self-lubricating and self-cleaning that can naturally make banging a safe, painless, and comfortable experience for me. And wedgies were the first, like, weird thing that I was attracted to as a child, and then it was, like, guys getting kicked in the balls. After if your pubic hairs are thick and long like mine, but you don't have an electric razor to shave, don't worry, you can still use regular scissors to trim the hairs on your testicles. And the day after the first time I got bread, I got cramps in the middle of Macy's and I had to... We all deal with uncomfortable air farts when we douche our butts, so here's how to avoid those. How to shave your pubes safely and effectively. Rating some of... So these were the scissors that I used to cut myself in high school. I'm so... If you're gay, but you don't dream of HIV or AIDS or death, definitely consider getting on PrEP. Let's talk about three different ways to remove your butt hairs. My friends waxed my butt. When I was a kid, I froze butterflies and I kicked cats into sewers. And like, when you douche your butt to avoid sharding on a hot man, you only need to clean out your rectum. Getting molested by a pedo as a child definitely traumatized me growing up. And it was actually my biggest secret up until I was like 19 years old. Everyone thinks I'm a whore, which like, I get it. Like, how to remove your butt hairs using the Nair cream. I, we all love to bottom for hot men, so here's how to clean your butt using a sriracha bottle. This, when I was in college, I fully sharded on my shirt in like a film class. My friend Shannon was visiting me, rating things I've I used to think that like all gay men get AIDS and die early when I was growing up. That, how to shart without pain when your butthole is bleeding or it just like hurts. We, if you love to get bred by men, which I know you do, wait a few weeks before getting an STD test. I have chemical burns on my armpits from- I love smelling a hot man's hairy armpits, but I don't love when my own armpit hairs get too long because- Rating my favorite- Getting chlamydia from giving head taught me two very important lessons. The first being, you can get an STI from just oral. Let's talk about how my friend came in my right eye at my 23rd birthday party. I used banana peels to get off when I was 12 years old, and that- I had a small crush on my orchestra teacher in middle school, and so I impersonated my best friend's older brother, who was his ex, on Instagram to try to talk to this guy. I okay, y'all see the point. This this is essentially his content, like, over and over. So, 
Um, I'm interested in the story about his friend coming in his eye on his 23rd birthday party because <laughs> same. JK. Um, what is wrong with gay men? What what is wrong with gay men? I every day I move closer and closer to homophobia because what what is I. I, what what is wrong with them? This man cosplayed as you know a uh, I can't remember it was some Asian stereotype, and then he also has a video that is going viral on Twitter where he essentially says that he would love to cosplay like colonization. So I just won't. As we, you know, have moved on from Pride Month, um, I want it to be known that we don't have to support all gay people. We don't. And this is only for gay people. This is only for queer people. Straight people, you can't can't say this because you're straight. Okay? You have to support all gay people. But for us queers who are listening, we don't have to support all queer people. We don't. And we shouldn't. I could read you a list of queer people who should not be supportive, starting with Caitlyn Jenner. But this man, this man, just out, take an hour out of your day. If you want to like lose some brain cells, take an hour out of your day to either watch The Idol <laughs> um, or watch a live stream from this man. Okay, that's all the time we have for today's Black Brew episode. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And remember, Black Brew Productions has grown into a media group, so now we have five different podcasts. Later this week, you're going to hear uh, the first episode of Political Tea Podcast, uh, hosted by Josh, former Black... Well, not former, I guess still current, uh, but he's been away for a while. Black Brew Podcast host and me, myself. Um, and then later we have next week, we're going to have our mocha segment, which is a book cop podcast by me and Leslie, a for not former, but I guess former contributor to the black root, uh, main show. And then we have me and Kendall's true crime podcast called Southern Sleuths. And then last we'll be ending the month with gossip for you, uh, gossip live stream show. If you're interested in helping host and be on that, being on that round table, please let me know. Um, we're probably going to talk about Miranda Sings, a.k.a. Colleen Ballinger. Uh, I don't know how you say your fucking last name, but goodbye. Happy 4th. No, not happy 4th. Happy hot dogs and gin.